0: Hunters, before getting into this next episode, we want to thank you and our sponsors for supporting the Flushman and Dustin podcast. Keeping our dogs safe while hunting, training, or traveling from one location to another and helping them perform to the best of their ability is important to us. We keep a first aid kit from Gundog Outdoors in our trucks and carry one of, on our hunt ready vests in the event our dogs obtain an injury while hunting. We also carry their water bottle to keep our dogs hydrated while in the field. To check out these products and other safety gear, head over to Gundog Outdoors at GundogOutdoors.com and use code RINGNEXT to save 10%. We transport our dogs to the hunting and training fields in our G3 Dakota 283 kennels. These kennels are one solid piece of military grade material and now have the option to add a feature called Dakota Gar. This adds an antimicrobial protection to the kennels that is FDA and EPA approved and is proven highly effective against Salmonella, E. coli, and much more. Not only do they care about the safety of your dog, they also care about your dog's health. Dakota 283 also provides other specialized gear to ensure our dogs have enough water and food for a full day's hunt and to safely store and secure our gear in our vehicles. Check out Dakota 283 at Dakota283.com and use code RNR10 at checkout to save 10%. To ensure our dogs are primed for the field and receiving the nutrition they need to work harder and to help maintain their joints, we feed you Canoeba dog food. We feel You Can Up Dog Food provides our dogs year after year with the strength and endurance to perform at the best of their ability. Lastly, become a patron at patreon.com for exclusive giveaways and discounts. Again, thank you to everyone for helping us continue to bring you Flush'em and Dustin episodes.
1: Hi hunters, thank you for tuning into the Flush'em and Dustin Podcast, brought to you by Nick and Tyler the boys from Ringnecks and Retrievers. In this podcast, we will talk about guns, dogs, gear, and our successes and failures in the field through our combined 40 years of experience. We speak with hunters just like you from across the nation about their days in the field and the many memories they've built with their friends and family. We are excited to have you listen. Now let's get to flushing and dusting welcome back hunters to another flushman dustin podcast today we have a special guest alex lang bell he is the founder of gundog outdoors and a sponsor of ringnecks retrievers flushman dustin podcast we are excited to have him on alex we're going to kick it off today uh, just give us a little bit about yourself um and how you got started with gundog outdoors and how that came about
2: yeah uh, sounds good uh, first of all you can see i'm kind of in my uniform i just got off work so i, I my career my 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 professional career is I'm a firefighter, um, training captain been doing that for 20, 25 years now. So I'm near the end of my career with that. So I needed a, a hobby. <laughs> so I, I actually came up with uh, Gun Dog outdoors and and it actually came up because uh, I've been in the hunting industry for about 20 years now. And I started out as a hunting guide. I did that for about 10 and then I got into pro staffs and next thing you know, I started making hunting videos and, and uh, ended up um, Producing two hunting television shows, the Fowl Life and and the Grind Waterfowl TV, so I kind of been in the business for a while now. And so uh, uh, one day I was just sitting in my blind and I came up with a product that, um, and it just basically keeps dogs from from breaking. It was a, my quick release system and it's been on the market now for three years. But came up with that and. Uh, it it basically just, uh, I ended up patenting it and it teaches dogs not to break, keeps them from breaking. And it was just a, a really hit. You know, people were reaching out to me saying, Thank you. This is something I needed. Um, you, you know, just something that's really, really good tool. And so, next thing you know, that's how Gun Dog was born. I, again, being a firefighter for 20 something plus years, um, my whole focus has been safety and stuff like that my whole career and now I I operate you know being a hunting guide for so long it's everything is about safety and and so this was just natural I I really realized that there's no there's no companies really focused on the safety of hunting dogs I mean we're all focused on our own safety um go through hunter education for the kids and and talk about ear protection and eye protection and, and and good nice warm clothes when you're out hunting and stuff like that, but no, who's looking out for the, the dogs? And so that's what this kind of, my, my company is kind of um, born from, is just, um, it's really focused on um, creating products that are um, designed to keep dogs safe and, um, and keep them comfortable. You know, I, I came out with a, a field trauma kit, again, 20, 25 years, uh, firefighter. We've, uh,
1: we've had to use that a few times, Tyler and I both. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's, it's you know, I hate to say that, seeing
2: people use it, but at least it's, it's I mean, it's good. It's, it's there, that's what it's for. And so um, I just came up with the kit and, it, and you can use it on humans because it's all the same stuff that I've used in the field as a EMT. And and honestly, it's like, well, well, you're not a vet. Well, you don't need to be a vet when you're treating a wound. And that's the whole thing is you have just to understand um, how, Wound care and what to do, and controlling bleeding and stopping the bleeding, and getting it to a vet that can go that take it to that next step. So that's kind of where my you know, because I've hunting had hunting dogs since I was twelve, you know, over over close to forty years now. It kind of ages myself, but you know, (laughs) have hunting dogs for that long, hunted for that long, I've seen all sorts of injuries. So just you know, came out products. It came out the water bottle that um keeps dogs specifically designed designed for hunting dogs or, or working dogs for that matter so anyway that's kind of where I got the start of gun dog. you know just just really it's a, a born out of a, a need and so I was taking the next level and, and people love it they love the like I have top-notch customer service I really care about you know the dogs and and so people see that and it's just been a really a really good um adventure that we're kind of taking off right now and in fact i'm I'm retiring a little bit early and i'm going to focus 100 percent on the company and uh, i'm excited for get all sorts of stuff in in the work so be fun
0: so you're the the first aid kit that seems how long has that been out
2: uh the first aid kit i put it together last year so it i would say it's been out about about 13 months
0: yeah, and I know like so we saw it come out and I was like, you know, that's a huge thing especially in the uplands um just cuz the dogs go through so much different types of cover throughout the day. Mm-hmm. You know, they you get into a swampy area. Um you know, you got sticks coming up, you go through briars, you got uh barbed wire fences and that was seeing that come out was was awesome for us because when you look at a lot of like the upland hunting chat groups on facebook or uh forums you know everybody's like hey what do you got for uh first aid kit what should we put in mm-hmm. a first aid kit and yeah. you know everybody has what they want but yours is i mean it's like all encompassing when you caters to everybody it. Yeah. It really does. yeah And it, yeah. i know you've enhanced it um through, through this year i think you've added a couple things to it mm-hmm. am i correct? Uh, yeah yeah i don't I know have. what I've, they were
2: yeah no I've, I've done i mean you know and that's the idea So you, you improve what you start out with and this is all the, the the basis of the aid kit was exactly what you would need to treat a wound like i said I, i've been an emt firefighter for for 25 years i've treated gunshot wounds knife wounds impalements um decap you know i've seen it all and I've seen Decapitations?
1: You're gonna say? Yeah, unfortunately, you
2: know, I have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've, seen, I've seen some <clears> stuff, guys. And so I've seen it in the field with dogs too. I've seen a dog go in hypothermia. I've seen a dog go in seizures. I've seen a dog take a stick to the chest twice. I've seen. I've seen ears get ripped open. So I've. I've treated. And I've treated them. You know. So I put together basically a kit. That was just no nonsense. I know what it takes to do it. Um. And I. But I didn't want to. There's some kits out there so encompassing that you can't carry them out in the field they're so big you know two hundred dollars later and you got basically a a a big you just it's too much so this is something you can put on your belt you can throw it in your vest you can throw it you know in your your blind bag if you waterfowl hunter throw it in your truck um and it's just everything is is there and it's um and we put i just added um a a skin stapler there's a lot of demand for that you got some guys like the, the pig hunters you know the with the dogs um that fight the getting always getting gored and stuff like that. I um so I added that to the kit. And so it's it's just a good all-around kit and I and it is doing so well because it, it's not just thrown together by someone who doesn't know what they're doing. It's like, again, it's stuff that I've used in the field and I know it. And it's all US made all parents all paramedics and EMTs throughout the throughout the US use this product. So you know, that's why I, it's really good.
1: I would say that uh you know me personally I was thinking the same way you just said, you know, I always took care of myself in the field, but I never, ever took a first aid kit. I was just figured out, oh, well, if he got hurt and, you know, I'd just go home or whatever. Well, you know, in South Dakota, when we were out there this past year, Diesel actually ripped his whole toe- toenail off and and uh, never got a video of it of course i wish i would have you weren't i wasn't thinking of it but uh, i used it right then and there um south dakota so it it is uh you know going back and thinking of the hunting and everything your dog's running through cattails and all that type of shit yeah um yeah no i won't leave home without it now actually i just took it out of my truck um this past weekend i had it in there the whole time up until now
2: yeah Yeah. and it's cool because i I got a uh, uh, a um, little guide field guide in there. And it kind of goes over the signs and symptoms that you might get, uh, you know, you might notice like hypothermia when a dog gets cold, or, you know, while when you're hunting ducks and stuff like that, you know, so I put in stuff, I put in tweezers. I, it's just I'm constantly improving it, making it better. And uh, right now, I think it's a solid, I mean, I there's, this could be very easily carried on any, like if you, if I was to go to cover a fair, we're walking around with a bunch of people, I could easily carry this as a, a, a medical bag for helping, you know, civilians and people and yep. stuff. So, so the
0: one, the one thing that I really like about your products is not just the product itself, but just the design of how you have it for convenience, the design of it, the way it's yeah. put together, you know, yeah. for example, both water your water bottle and the first aid kit. They have uh, straps on the back that you can attach to if you're wearing Molly. Yeah. yeah. Um, And a lot of the Upland vest, um, specific Upland vests that are newer, are now having Molly on them. So it's very Mm -hmm. easy to attach the water bottle, the first aid kit to it. Yeah. You know, like you said, when you have the, um, you know, if you're in a duck blind, if you're have it in your truck somewhere, you know, you can button it to whatever you need it to so it's easy to access yeah Um, you know that's a feature that i think is is really nice you know and especially for the uplands because it's really hard to carry stuff unless it goes well with your yeah with the vest that you're wearing you know yeah yeah Uh, so i I like that
1: you know and i would bring up your your water bottle too alex you know this is the first year I think it was your first year with that two Tyler isn't it? Yep. Um, but it was our first year with that, and we got so many compliments on that water bottle. Oh man, your dog can crazy. drink out of that's so easy. I'm like, well, <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. and I'm always like, yeah, your dog can drink out of it too. Just give me some of your water.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I know it's it it's so convenient, man, and that it's like you know we used to carry around a. Aquafina bottle, or you know, mm-hmm. a big Gatorade squirt bottle, or something, and you dump half it out, half, half of it, it, on it on the ground, ground yeah. you know. And this is nice; you can put the water into the cup, and then you tip it back. You know, if the dog doesn't want any more, it drains yep. back in. Yeah, um, you know, yeah. very it's genius, well out. genius. No, thank
2: you, thank you, and <laughs> and then. We're uh, and I love it, and people love it, absolutely love it, and
1: so. Do you, do you um, drink it out of it yourself, then? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, you know what? I <laughs> cracked
2: that lid.
0: I
1: <laughs> but it's just it's just really
2: nice, and and we're um I'm actually designing right now. It'll be out next season. Um, a bigger bottle, so it'll Sweet. be a oh. a bigger hold up twenty to twenty four ounces. Um, so oh, you nice. won't have to carry an extra water bottle with you, or because you know those dogs are working hard, and that's a that's something people tend to forget. Um, upland bird hunters, not so much, but the waterfowl hunters, um, you gotta think about this. A dog is out there and he's, if he's by himself and you're on a good shoot and you, you, you know, you get 24, you know, 36 birds down, that dog is running full speed over. And if you're not, you're on a field and you're not in water, they get, they can get dehydrated really quick, even if it's 30 degrees. And and so if it, it's a, a big, it's been really nice to have them in the field. Um, And that's important to keep dogs hydrated and to keep them fed too. That's another thing that, you know, that's another part about the company is it's not only providing the products, it's giving the education to folks, you know, on, on our social media pages and stuff like that is you try to educate folks on dehydration, hypothermia, you know, I mean, it's, these, these dogs are athletes. I mean, you think about going out in the field, running around for four hours and not drinking anything or eating anything how are you going to feel? So that's, you put, you put yourself, put your dog in, you know, in, 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 put yourself in the dog's shoes. Um,
1: and I, tr- I try not to drink anything all day. Cause I'm driving constantly and I don't want to stop. <laughs> 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 You're probably drinking beer.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I will have a beer. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. But, but you know, you know what I'm talking. It's just like you got to feed your dogs. Food is energy. It's warmth. If they get in especially waterfowl hunters, you, you don't feed your dogs. I always, when I was young, I didn't think about it. But as I got older and realized and understood and see how it reacted and dogs reacted, their minds are sharper when they they're they're not hungry and they're not thirsty and so. Um, just very important and so that's why i'm really passionate you know, because i i absolutely love love dogs they make everything in hunting
1: so and just for our listeners alex you just recently came out with that water bottle in an orange sheath is that what you'd call it yeah right? for uh, the hunt- upland
2: bird hunters because yes. it's just uh, guys like that you know it's just something that um i got the i got the uh the, the, O.D. um, green is what I call it, and brown. So that's for the waterfowl hunters, and then for the upland bird hunters, um, I came up with the just basically the the carry case that you either can clip onto your belt or or you Mm -hmm. can hang it. You know, it's got a carabiner that's attached, so you can hang it somewhere in your truck or whatever. So, um, yeah, that's you know something new that I came up with just to give options for guys who like walking around fields and chasing birds. Yeah, I'm lazy. I like I like to bring the birds to me. I like to duck hunt and goose hunt. You sound like a firefighter.
0: Yeah, right. so I, I have the law enforcement background, so we always went back and forth with the firefighters. Yeah. You guys sitting at the station just... You're sleeping and eating, and then just waiting for a call. Why we're out there busting our ass?
2: You guys are making it happen. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: that's funny. You know, how you, you say know, that. I'm
2: sure you, I'm sure you've heard the joke about what cops and firefighters have in common. But they both want to be firefighters. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. Uh, that's funny. That's, that's pretty good. Anyway. Oh
0: man. So, yeah, it's there's so many running jokes that you can't get a can't get I enough know. of them.
2: Yeah, i but, got I got some great friends who are law enforcement and i and i I don't envy um their job at all because they're just it's a thankless job this time oh, right yeah. now just like so people don't understand what they have to go through and
0: no um, it's terrible it, it is horrible it's sad yeah so yeah it's it's something else out there right now but you know mm-hmm. one thing that i that I really like about the that your update or making that water bottle bigger is I you know a lot of guys, And we're kind of speaking from upland realm you know a lot of guys are running you know especially guys with pointers it seems like a lot of guys are running two three you know multiple dogs at once um you know and i ran into that this year is i was like oh man if only this water bottle and even nick with just one dog you know if you only have one water bottle and it's you know the season and you think yeah it starts in october you know you're like god you think it'd be cool enough but there's days that's it's, it's still getting in the 60s oh, you yeah. know in in november that the dogs i mean if you think about it if they're thirsty their tongues are just dragging they're not sniffing anything anyways right yeah. so yeah, having yeah. that nice break of and having that water bottle out in the middle of the field you know yeah. you can sit there catch your breath you know for mm-hmm. five minutes or so let the dog feel back yeah. up on water and yeah maybe, maybe that
1: maybe that bigger bottle Balance you out, Tyler. You can fuck hit something this year. <laughs> well, I, I'll have to see which way I'm shooting, so I put it on that side of the vest. <laughs> so it's like, eh. <laughs> yeah,
0: no shit. <laughs> oh, that's
2: awesome. Yeah, <laughs> That's good.
0: So you, you obviously you're going to be going pretty much full time with Gundog Outdoors in mm-hmm. a mm-hmm. few short months. So congrats yep. on that. Well, uh, yeah, thank exciting you. retirement coming. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yep in your service obviously for that many years but uh you got to have a a future and if you don't want to go into too much detail you know yet because it's may not be want it to be known but what's what's gundog outdoors look like after your retirement and when you go full-time with it
2: you know it's just it's just focused on um, first of all it's about the dog and customer service that is that is my priority. Um, I've been in this business for close to 20 years. I've, I've represented multiple major companies, um, everything from Avery to Greenhead Gear to Right. I mean, I can just go on and on about the companies I've pro staffed for. But um, and I've seen um, some really good companies fail because of lack of customer service. So my priority is going to be obviously the dogs' um, product and stuff like that. Um, incredible customer service because that's what I like it's hard to earn money and especially these days and and to waste money on garbage or not get the the service it's like you're going to get you're going to get service from me for my company and so the the vision is basically create products that just people are loving like the like I've got three products that no one else really has out there that is specifically designed for hunting dogs and I got I've got a dog vest that's in a prototype right now it's being manufactured right now it's going to be it's going to be the best best dog vest in the market and upland upland,
1: I, upland vest or is this um, you can use it for upland absolutely it's going to
2: have ah, a yes. protective shell kevlar um or ballistic nylon to protect from <sighs> sticks and Whoa. and um yeah it's going to be full on it's a it's a it's it's going to be a pretty badass vest. <laughs> yeah, and so that's dude, that you know but we like got it yeah you know i got some great ideas um and we just got to make sure we get to all the kinks worked out field test and stuff like that and then come out with things that you know other things I don't want to go into too much detail, but um to compete um not necessarily um with anyone else. I just the best way is just come up products. I'm I'm not I'm original. I, I try to come up with my own products. I don't try to come up with products that other people have, like the like the again, the water bottle, the, the quick release system that keeps dogs from raking. Um, you know, just I, I try to come up with ideas that that other and I've got some phenomenal ideas that I, I'm, I'm really not going to share with you <laughs> guys <because laughs> so, you, you never know who's listening, you know? That's yeah, right. You um, never do. You never do. That's yeah, right. And so uh, when you when you do see the project coming out and you're like, ah, that's a great <laughs> idea. So, But there's some, I got some, like I said, I just, I got some really good stuff planned. Um, and we're just going to grow and we're going to have fun and uh, probably get back into filming again a little bit. Um, start doing some. I don't know about making TV show, but who knows, you know, gundog gets big enough to where we might have our own TV show someday. You know, I have the background experience to do it. I I know how to um, work with the networks and, and you just, you just never know, but I just, you know, being able to.
1: Envision gundog outdoors kind of taking on two heads, if you will, one kind of for the upland crew and then another for the waterfall crew. Or I guess, how does that like look uh, I, in the know, future? I, yeah,
2: I, I really want to do both because there are plenty of dogs that do both. And so, um, and there's, there's some passionate, passionate waterfowlers out there. And, you know, and that's another thing we think about. Yeah, you have the waterfowl and you have the upland, but there's a ton of dogs out there that bear hunt and, and cat hunt. There's a ton of dogs out there that pig hunt. And there's a ton of dogs out there who are canine dogs who worked, you know, the their. It. So it's not as much as I want to stay in that lane. Don't expect, like I've just put together a, a kit for a canine officer and it's, it's a tactical that. kit. And yeah. So it's, you know, black and it's got going to have a couple other things, but, you know, don't look at, don't think gundog won't go into that realm as well, because these are law enforcement who are they're laying their lives on the line and the dogs are and so the handlers are as well yes obviously. yes and so by doing that and I, I sent a care package and this is a really great story a, a gal reached out to me and actually um pretty pretty well-known gal um, her name's laura uh, zara and she was on uh, naked and afraid she was like a badass little <laughs> she just killed it right and so anyway we became friends on social media and her her friends um g- g- boyfriend is uh the special forces overseas and he's a dog handler and stuff like that and so anyway i put a, a, a really good care package together for the dogs and the dog handlers and stuff and, and sent it over there and and they actually used it to, um they, i just got an email the other day and i had to leave a lot of details out but the dog was um overseas um they were running with the handler and a pack of wild dogs attacked both of them and the dog this uh malinois fought off seven dogs protected the handler the handler had to carry it back right yeah the dog had all messed up but it turns out they flew it out got rabies shot gave it IVs, took care of it and uh everything worked out well and the dog's going to go back in the service and finish the deployment with them but that's just the stuff that Holy you know if, if you got yeah right so if you have that i mean i just want to limit to just water Balance, and Upland Bird. I want to. I want to go kind of the big picture. It's well. all working dogs. It's all working dogs, exactly. Because dogs to me are so special. They're so underrated for things that they're they do. They've been with us for you know thousands yeah. of years. As Nowadays, time. they're
1: they're better than people. So right? exactly. <laughs> I like dogs. I, I like some people. <laughs> <laughs> so
2: yeah so no I, I you know and I, I again it's growth and of course our, my mainstay is going to be waterfowl and, and upland bird because that's it and you can actually see probably a lot more because of where I'm moving in eastern Montana I will be doing a lot more of the upland bird hunting um you know the uh, the grouse and sharp tails and the and the, the pheasants and the, and the huns and all that fun stuff so yeah you're going to start seeing that and then a lot of it is just me being spoiled and going, Hey, I want that. Let's design that. And so, you know, and of course, anything that I listen to when you guys have ideas or, or, you know, other people I know come up with ideas. I'm all, all my I just, ideas.
1: I just had an idea. We'll, uh, we'll come out to Montana and hunt with you. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I expect it. <laughs> I expect it. Yeah.
2: So no, it'll be fun. It'll be fun. So
0: You know, you you, you talk about customer service, and I I think that's huge. It's, you know, sometimes, like you said, it's lacking in other companies and whatnot. And I know one thing that you guys do very well um, is with your first aid kit. And I don't remember the exact details, so maybe you can say it. But if someone uses something in the first aid kit, they can Mm -hmm. be replaced? Or how does exactly does that work?
2: If you use anything in the first aid kit and you document it and, and even just share it on social media or, or send it to me to share or whatever, um, I'll replace whatever you use for free. Yeah, that's just the way it is. It's just like you, whatever you use, I got you back. And so... Yes. You know, That's of awesome. course, I want a little bit of promotion so we can help spread the word of having because it's so important to have a first aid kit. Like it just really is. People don't yeah. even think about that stuff, but now I don't leave anywhere. There's always one in my truck. I go. I went on an elk hunt this last year. I packed my I grabbed one of the, the first aid kits. You know, took yeah. out and I just threw it in the bag and and we had it and we actually used it. <laughs> it was crazy. <laughs> one of the guys hurt, ended up hurting himself and we used the first aid kit. So it just it's just a it's feels good to be able to have product that that where you get emails on a regular basis thanking you for your ideas and what you come up with it's just like you know i've I've been in the fire service for a long time and i i get thanks all the time for the things that i've I've done and or do and and to continue this with the the products my ideas is it's really gratifying to me so i just love it so a
1: lot of passion you can see oh yeah yeah so passion drive success, right? Uh, absolutely.
2: Absolutely. So if I can, if I can hunt now and just, uh, have a good time and hunt for the rest of my, my, my life and, <laughs> you know, make a little pay for a little bit of
1: whatever. Like <laughs> think of all the kills. think of all the
0: ideas you'll come up with now that you're going to have all that free right? time. Man.
1: <laughs> Alex, what, uh, what are you, you said you had dogs, right? What do you, mm-hmm. what are you running?
2: I have, I, you know, I don't, I try not to have a whole flock of dogs or whole herd of dogs, um, I, I, you know, I just don't, I, I normally have one dog and it's, I focused everything on, right now I have a lab, I've had um, labs and Chessies, I've had Springers, um, so I've had all three of those, uh, I, I think they're all great dogs, they all have their, they all, any, I think any dog that works is a great dog, um but uh yeah right now i'm running a, a little lab she's uh four years old she's a face of my company um i just wrote an article for wildfowl magazine and she's all over it so um it's pretty cool pretty good stuff
0: do you so, think uh, uh moving out to montana you'll stick with the labs or yeah. what is what's your thoughts
2: you know I, I thought about that um i thought about chessies i thought about possibly getting an upland um dog um something like that you know i i I know friends, have had um, German short hairs, um, pretty high strung for me. <laughs> um, they are high um, strung. Yeah, they are. And, uh, but they're great dogs for what, you know, if you're up on bird hunting, you need a dog that runs for four hours straight. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so, um, you know, I, I get that. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll kind of play it by ear. Um, and I do I do, do a lot of, um, I will do a lot more traveling. I'm doing show trade shows and um, stuff like that once I retire. And so... You know, I, I can't have a farm. I can't have a bunch of horses and chickens and stuff like that. I gotta worry about, you know, the myself and my dog. I can throw my a dog in a truck and, you know, and all of a sudden you have two dogs that, that's a little bit harder, or three dogs a little bit harder. So that's kind of why I'm, a. have always been kind of a, a, a one dog guy, not that, in a, but I'm not a breeder. I'm not a, a trainer. Although I've trained my dog since I was 12. So I, I know what I'm doing, but I just never gone that aspect of it. I've always been, like I said, the hunting guide did that for almost a decade and then, and then got into um, filmmaking and TV making. So that's kind of been my, my lane.
0: How long, how long were you in the filmmaking business?
2: Oh, shoot. Um, well, I did four Let's
0: videos. just make sure this is correct.
1: <laughs> the filmmaking business of hunting videos. Hunting, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the hunting
2: films. Sorry. My first uh, video that I made is called Rest When You're Dead. And it was uh, Fred Zinc actually um, helped uh, uh, distribute it and repeat. Uh, reproduce it and market it and then but it was uh back in 2005 i made that and then uh i made four videos after that i was approached to do a tv show the foul life i did that for three seasons Uh, after that i um, left that show and then i got approached by another by Wright and dakota decoys they asked me to do the grind waterfowl tv so i I did that for three years and if you ever want to like stop hunting and not enjoy hunting start a tv show <laughs> yeah i'll tell you uh that people hated it because i wouldn't let them shoot when it, when it's too, not enough light and you can't shoot birds that are off film and you you can't you just you can't shoot a bird going away there's just so many rules and it just it can be um not as fun when yeah. you're being told um and it's it's a lot of stress too i mean especially waterfowl because it's it just you, this you got to hide cameras you got to hide all the guys it's just tough it just really is one of the toughest things to do is film waterfowl and get good waterfowl footage i mean you can film a long distance but to actually get close up with the birds and that was always my deal i really wanted color i wanted close-ups of the birds so and i yep. learned a lot of tricks from fred Zink and and uh, his camera guys and field hud and all and stuff like that so um but yeah we got pretty darn good at it like i said we uh um, did that for three years and finally uh my work um they promoted me to a a day position which is the kiss of death dear firefighter. <laughs> <laughs> so i actually work from an office which i'm in right now um so um yeah i had to kind of give up the traveling because when you work shift work um, you can take off two weeks at a time and go on a road trip somewhere but with this job i just you can't so i had to yeah. i had to give this that up and i just been that's how gundog started I had time on my hands and and then I just came up with that product and designed it and developed it and and now look where I'm, you know. It's nice because I'm actually working for myself now. When you're when you're filming and you're building TV, you're usually working for someone else and yep. you know doing their vision and stuff like that. But with with this, it's it's this is all mine. It's I'm myself and you know I I'm sole owner of it with my my wife and um and it's just like I said, doing really well, you know.
1: Nice. Yeah. Does she have any good ideas for you? she does the tax so, yeah. so, so i don't get in trouble yeah. she takes
2: care of the books that's right she does all the stuff that's boring so yeah. i gotta send her on a trip every once in a while like why or something but
1: yeah. <laughs> gotta keep her happy exactly. yeah she probably always comes to you and says well we need to spend uh, some of this money on something so uh, we don't have to pay <laughs> yeah. and so where are you what? gonna send me now <laughs>
2: actually no it's quite the opposite she's like you gotta quit spending money on all these decoys and stuff yeah. <laughs> well gun dogs paying for them <laughs> yeah yeah exactly that's right so <laughs> so, so anyway. did,
0: did that uh you know when you were filming and stuff did that really take away from you hunting
2: yeah you, you know that's a good question um yeah it actually um it did hit it made it to where it wasn't fun in fact the year i left the grind the sixth season of film and waterfowl and i and when i say filming i mean i had four camera men working i was a producer so i did i ran the camera guys i did all the editing i did the post-production had the graphics music i worked with the networks i did i was a one-man show i did everything except for film I, i was in front of the camera i directed it so I did a lot so that just wore on you and it was just a lot of pressure you know when you have when you have sponsors are putting hundreds of thousands of dollars down on your production and you getting it done because there's timelines in television and and it's there's a lot of pressure and, and then and then again you're at the mercy of mother nature and and the birds and you go you spend drop five grand on a hunt you know to go to to wherever let's say Idaho or wherever South Dakota and and you don't get your hunch because it's too warm or the birds are too cold and the birds moved out or you just didn't get good film or whoever was hosting you was full of, you know what, because they don't understand. Um, and it makes it really stressful. So um, when you see these good waterfowl shows on TV, you know. Really appreciate what they're trying to do because it's not easy at all. I mean, it's easy to stand back at hundred yards and feel them little dots coming in, but if you if you truly want to get good footage where you're seeing the color of the birds and and that was always my goal is to see get a you know fill up a frame camera frame full full of a bird or a t- couple birds and and so it, we had some pretty good stuff on our on our on our shows. So
1: yeah, you good. would never you would never think about that. I mean, just me. Just, no. I, like if you would say, "Oh, I was filming a a duck hunt," you know, to go on TV, I'd be like, "Oh, well, shit, you just go up to Canada and you see a thousand yeah. birds come in, shit. uh, yeah. go go at it." But clearly, yeah. it's it's much more difficult than that. Just to yeah, have it, yeah. And have you talk right about shots Canada and angles and yeah, it is and very
2: difficult. And you talk about Canada and you know, and that was a saving. Like you, we'd go up there like the beginning of the season, and I'd get I I'd get. You know, three good episodes there because you have the ability. Because you have so many options, you know, you can shoot 18 birds up there. You you can stack you can stack them up so you can get episodes even if you had a bad day, which was rare. It's early in the season, so the birds aren't as skittish. But but no one wants to watch a, a you know entire TV show of just Canada hunting. They want to see small water in you know over you know in creeks and stuff like that they want to see timber hunting they want to see all the different stuff and so that's what we kind of um we had to do so i'd been we'd go start in canada usually get a couple episodes up there but then we just start planning a trip and and that's a hard thing it's like you want to hit these places when they're in the prime but you can't you can't be at because the prime for almost every place in the country is December. I don't know why. It's just like, when's the best time to hunt? It's just like, it seems like it's in December. When to come hunt? In December. But, and I know this, granted, you know, you go all over and January is good and November can be good, but but it's just hard to plan that and, and make sure you're getting all the good hunts because, uh, like I said, you're in, you're in control of mother nature. I mean, she, she, whatever she throws at you, that's what you have to deal with, so You know, we, we managed to always get good footage and always get our stuff, but that wasn't from lack of, of trying, we, we busted our ass sometimes, you know, trying to get all this stuff. So,
0: yeah. 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 I mean, we, we kind of got into just doing a little bit, nothing on that level, not even close to that, you know, but just running like GoPros and yeah. I mean, even that's just like, there was times when I'm like, this is dumb. Why are we trying to film this? You're more worried about trying to have your GoPro on than. You know, yeah, just being I'm, out there and enjoying it. I'm a complete yeah.
1: ship shit bag when it comes to turning <laughs> my fucking GoPro yeah. on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: You know yeah. I think I get it every I'm time about it. I'm horrible. You know, how experiences I have. Yeah. Having a nice
0: <laughs> camera, you know, and taking good pictures is is one thing, but man, when you talk about trying to get video, it's like stuff just happens, you know, and it's yeah. like I wasn't ready for that. You know, yeah. it's yeah but it's something else.
2: Yeah. Cool.
1: So, else sometimes I forget to even load my gun when I'm going out to the field. Much less, uh, <laughs> so to that happens a lot more in the blind. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know it's uh, a good
2: hunt if you're forgetting to load your gun.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: It means you're getting some good shit. Or a bad hunt. <laughs> yeah. 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 Or you're so bored. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's awesome. Good yeah, good deal. So. <laughs>
1: but alex why don't you give us a couple of your favorite hunting stories anything you want i don't care if it's big game if it's duck goose pheasant whatever you just you give us a couple of your best stories oh man, oh, man. there's so many no holds bar either i don't care what it is so um i got
2: i got one story that uh I know how good it is but I can remember the ones that stick out like that I took my daughter to turkey hunting in Kansas she's never been turkey hunting and uh we went out there and we got out there and in, in in the dark and I'm not from Kansas so uh, I was kind of like pointing in that direction and anyway we get out there and I'm used to big trees like <laughs> you know pine trees and stuff like that And and in Kansas they're not <laughs> not real big trees i mean they're you know they're just they're not and so anyway we get out in this field and i'm thinking we're walking out in the middle of this field thinking oh we're gonna get out and, and uh next thing i know i look up and there's the damn turkeys and they're like not even, like, 15 15 yards up in the tree it's like right there i mean it's just kind of pretty crazy and so anyway we snuck in there they didn't bust us got in there and uh my daughter never shot a turkey and and anyway I, we managed to call in two turkeys and I, and I prompted her prior I said if two come in you're gonna shoot I'm gonna go one two three shoot and and so <laughs> anyways here, here they come in two of them they started kicking the decoys butt because we had a strutter out there and we're semi-strutter and 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 so here it's time moment of truth and I'm like okay ready one two three shoot boom and then I shoot and and she didn't shoot and I'm like and I'm freaking out because it's like this is her first turkey and I just shot first you know the same time. and anyway next thing I know she's like and I'm having a panic attack and the bird's still there and then and then she ends up shooting and dropping it And I'm like I'm just I'm excited but I'm like freaked out and so, so I'm like what happened why didn't you shoot and she's all um bird jumped and it scared me and I didn't couldn't shoot and so anyway it worked out good and so that was pretty fun. We She ended up getting get two beautiful birds, and then one was a Rio, and the, the other one was um, um Eastern. It was just, it was crazy to shoot two different birds in the nice. things. And you know, we, yeah, it was that, her first that, turkey.
1: That reminds me of a story. Um, we used to, back in the day, go to pheasant farms all the time, preserves, um, with my my cousin and my uncle. And my cousin was, I don't know, he was probably 13, 14. Dude, couldn't hit shit. So anyway, we're going, and I could always see like when my dog at the time was uh, Jackson was his name was getting on a bird, and I was like, "Hey, he's birdie A bird's probably gonna pop up. And obviously, we're nowhere they're there. They're planet, right? Well, <laughs> my uncle would wait for his son to shoot and then shoot at the same time and say that he got <laughs> <the> fucking bird. <laughs> oh, that was a good shot! Uh, and I looked at him like, "No, he, he did not get that. We saw." And then, it, and then his son was like, "Did you shoot?" no i didn't shoot no i didn't shoot no i didn't shoot nothing it's your bird oh yeah true story i don't know if my cousin still knows that to this day yeah that's that's great and just so just so everybody knows i do that for tyler in the field too Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) yeah
2: so there's just too many stories out there that yeah just too many, too many fun stories. Um,
0: Do you have one before we before we end it, a good dog story? Behind good no dog outdoors, something that
2: um, let me think. I'm trying to think of something that um, just a just dogs that are just like incredible, incredible performances. I mean, I took Ellie. She was a year old. I took her to hunt uh the Klamath Basin and we we're going after snow geese and specks. And the limit is literally like it was a 10 specks and 20 snows. Well, and we're hunting water, cold water. It's this is January. We're talking, you know, below between 20 and 30 degrees. And uh, I took her out there and she had had a good season underneath her, but um only one season. Ended up taking her out there and on the first day in the water, she retrieved over a hundred birds in the water. That one, <laughs> oh, yeah, we shot, we shot, uh, yeah, we shot, um, oh, like a hundred, and there's a bunch of us, we shot like a hundred, and it was one dog, and so she retrieved, yeah, and, and water tree. And so, ever since Anna was just, well, the guide wants to breed yeah i I can see why he contacted me he wants to breed his dog with her because she's just a she's just a machine and Damn. so, yeah. After that performance, I she can she can sleep in my bed. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Damn.
1: That is... Did you did you make your wife have a similar performance to sleep in your bed? Get my wife out! how many birds can you retrieve, and then yeah, you'll know, right. decide if you can sleep in the bed.
2: Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's yeah. Funny. So, but no, she's she's a pretty awesome dog. So. <laughs> oh, man.
1: Yeah. That sounds cool. like it. That's awesome.
2: Yeah. So, a lot of good things. A lot of good. I got a lot. She's only four, so we got we got a lot of time left. You
1: know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. My lab there. just turned. He's six. He'll be seven uh, in August. So we, he's still running strong. He's still yeah. moving. Yep. Take care. Oh, yeah. Yep. Always. Yep. It's awesome.
0: So, well, Alex. We appreciate you coming on, talking about Gundog yeah. Outdoors, giving us some yeah. stories. We're super excited for to see where the company goes, the products that you're gonna come out with. We're obviously Perfect. definitely gonna test those out. Um, yeah. Again, congrats on your retirement and your years yes. of service. We definitely appreciate that. And I'm sure a lot of other people do as well. Um, and
1: thank you for sponsoring us and helping us out as well. We greatly appreciate that as well.
2: Yeah. yeah, you bet guys, you guys are, First class, and I appreciate you guys, and and we're on the same mission. That's just to educate and and you know teach the the new generation. You know the things that we had to learn ourselves, and yep. and, and and make them better because we're we're quickly losing our our sport. You know, I mean, with all the yes. anti's out there and stuff, and we can't fight amongst each other. We have to work together, and yes, because yeah, we Because we're not going to have fight hunting anymore. And I, I want my grandchildren to to enjoy what I I've been fortunate enough to enjoy. So.
1: Yes, yep, for sure. 100% agree. So awesome. All right, all right, well, guys. Well, you well thank you.
2: Night. Yes, yeah. thank you. And uh, we'll—I'll let you know when I'm in Montana, and you guys bring your bring your dogs and, <laughs> yep. and your shotguns and <laughs> <laughs> we'll do that.
1: <laughs> we'll do that. <laughs> it'll,
2: be, it'll be fun. So
1: yeah, awesome. Cool. All, all right, right Thanks, Alex. See you later. Have a great night. Okay. I'll see you. Ya. Too.
0: Bye. Bye.